Catch a vibe with Big S only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, peace and love, and welcome to another episode of Catch a Vibe. It's actually our 11th episode. A big hasra here, and uh, Catch a Vibe is actually Pulse's first music dedicated radio show. I've been dreaming about a show like this, and I want to say thank you to all the support you guys have been showing me um, for the past episodes. And um, it's an honor to do this, and I think it's a duty. Um, today's guest, and as you guys are accustomed right now, I have like a small intro every time I introduce a guest, but today's guest is truly special. You're going to hear me say that a lot, but it's truly, truly special uh, because she was able to impact me, I think, from the from the first video I've, I've seen of her. That's one. Two, the amount of work that she's able to do and how she was able to do it and the authenticity and what she's able to carry with her is incredible. Um, she's, a, she's an amazing, um, you know, soprano uh, singer, amazing human, all these things. But I think what's incredible about our guest is how she was able to find, you know, inspiration. And this is what we want to do on, on this show. What, what inspires artists, what challenges artists, what are the things they have to go through, um, you know, and, 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 and how do they discover their own voice as well, as well. With all these things, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, I want you guys to make some noise for the incredible, my sister, Rimaz. Uh, we're going to say salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. So good to be here, Has. So Hi. good to see you. How are you doing? <laughs> it's an honor. Uh, I got to ask a technical question first. Definitely. So, is Rimaz Uqbi or Aqbi or what is it exactly? Yeah, How do so you do it? Yeah. Rimaz Uqbi. Uqbi. That's it. Put that on the record. <laughs> Rimaz Uqbi. Shout out to you, sis. You are incredible. Bless you. So good to see you. Blessed. Good to see you. It's good an honor. Here. Wallahi, it's, it's my honor. Okay. Um, I know for a fact that your, 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 your mother kind of inspired you to get into this, uh, you know, you know, music. Definitely. Tell me the story about how that kind of folded. Definitely. I mean, to put it in kind of like a, a broader sense, the reason why I even started music was kind of a coincidence, really. Okay. Um, I grew up in the States, in the good state of California. No way. Yeah. All right, and Cali. <laughs> okay. And my parents were there to study. They were doing their um, bachelor's, master's, PhDs, blah, blah. And when I was in the third grade, it turns out that their class time coincided with the time they should have picked me up from school. And I went to an arts magnet public school. And then it was just this debacle of, okay, she needs to go home, but we're an hour away. What do we do? Put her in an after school program. I know. This is insane. Okay. <laughs> and it was like sports was full, reading club was full, and it was like, oh, she can learn music. And my mom was like, great, music. I mean, I, I love music. Sure, true, go true ahead. Story. True story. True story. Oh, wow. Complete coincidence. <laughs> and I just took it and I ran with it. And here I am about 18 years later. <laughs> and I'm kind of, kind of still on the same boat and definitely found a major love for it and a lot of support for it. So it's great. This is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. But what was it about it? Okay, so you got into it kind of by coincidence. Definitely. But then you kind of fell in love with it. Oh, absolutely. What, what, what was the the spot? What made you fall in love with it? Honestly, you know, you're, you're going to hear a lot of artists nowadays in the past, whatever, talk to you about this passion for music and passion for the art and passion for what you do and the da 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 da. For me, it's simpler than that. It was passion for community. Oh. I love the community. I made the best friends I've ever made in my life. Mm. And I've made the best memories I've ever made in my life while doing something that I loved. Mm. So for me, really, what drew me in and kept me going was 
wow, I have this amazing community of artists globally, not just where wherever I was at the time. Because of music. Because of music. And that kind of was the thing that pushed me forward. And obviously, among that, I realized I had a knack for it and I loved it. So, mm. but yeah, it was really the community of it, definitely. Wow. Uh, I love that you said that. I connected with that a lot because, you know, I'm, I'm into hip hop a lot. So that it's the same thing. Hip hop has Absolutely. connected me with a lot of people throughout Absolutely. the world. Um when you said you have a kind of knack for it, how did you how did you kind of discover that? Like, what what was the the process um, to discover that? Yeah, um, I think it's also important for me, at least, when I quantify myself as what kind of musician I am. Mm. I always say I am an instrumentalist and a singer at once. Mm. Um, I love to play the flute. I play the flute. I played in marching band and jazz bands. I did mariachi for a little bit. What? Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of things. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Choir and everything. So, I, so I, I, I did the instrument and the singing all together at once. And I think that when I say I had a knack for it, yeah. I, I mean that I, I, I really think I had a knack for developing both things together mm. at the same time. Um, and, you know, I realized later on that I do have a unique voice and that I had something that could be nurtured and honed into expertise and here we are still honing and still learning and 100%. still doing it <laughs> i love that um this is you this is you a bit singing this is, this is old but Yeah, see, like you, you take you, you take us somewhere. So I want you to explain to us exactly, because um, is it is it so, soprano? Is it is is that the right word, soprano, uh, opera? Yeah. How does how to explain to me Definitely. like the the kind exactly? Definitely. So right now at this point in my career and in my journey, um, I am I do qualify and I qualify myself as an opera singer, opera singer. and my voice type is soprano. Soprano. Okay, yeah. perfect. Now we got. So I am a I am a soprano mm. opera singer. Yeah. And what we just listened to is an example of um, an aria or a small piece mm. that was written uh, by Puccini, I believe, mm. for a soprano voice. Yeah. So g g yeah. give me an example of a soprano voice that that, that we know, for example, like oh, you know. Gosh. Of course, other than um, Rimas, you know. <laughs> I mean, um, in the mainstream kind of aspect, you can think like of it like... Andrea Bocelli is what? Andrea Bocelli is a tenor. Which tenor, is the, that's the one. Yeah, okay, which yeah. is the male voice type. To, okay, okay, for, okay. for males, we've got tenor and basses. Mm. For women, we've got sopranos and altos. Got if it. we want to kind of look at it in the mainstream a little bit, just to make it a little bit more applicable, yeah. you can think about it like uh, Mariah Carey is a soprano yeah. and Beyonce is an alto. Yeah, yeah. Kind of it. like that. Got it. Um, but in the classical sense, I mean, you've got a lot of great yeah. um, sopranos in history. Renee Calla, uh, Montserrat, oh, wow. Caballet. I mean, there was a lot of beautiful women at, that were and still are um, sopranos, altos, and etc. And Rimas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you back a little bit. You, you, you're not going to see this coming. But, yeah, so right. Uh, <laughs> God. She's thinking. Oh my God! Shout out Hamza and Salem. Shout out Hamza Salem. Shout out Hamza and Salem, <laughs> my good friend. A beating heart. This is one of my favorite things that I've ever done in my life. Mm. I love this. I love this too. <laughs> you remember? We we played. I played it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I think I listen to this song a lot, or uh, believe it or not. So shout out to Hamza Sadam. Shout out shout to you. Out Hamza Sadam. This is a record. Uh, obviously, he he produced this yes. uh, record, and you were on yeah. it. I'll tell you. Tell a me the story really of this. Funny story yeah. of this, and just to kind of brag a little bit about the community that I was talking mm. about. Hamza Sadam is one of those people that I've encountered in the community, and what you're listening to right now, he jigsawed all of this like a puzzle. I listened to the final thing, the final song, and I was like, where did you even get all of this? I sent him kind of an unrelated sample wow. of my voice, acapella, no backing tracks, no nothing. He just gave me a key, he, you know, C sharp minor or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And I sang like a scale, improvised <laughs> a little bit, and he created this out yeah. of nowhere. So it's, people like that are why I do this. It's beautiful. So, yeah. And I want to say something, because in, in hip hop specifically, we have, we have this debate. There's a difference between a producer and a beat maker. Yeah, definitely. This guy seems like a producer. Absolutely. More like directing how Absolutely. the how the whole record is sounding Absolutely. like. And like you said, how you sent yeah. it to him. When you were for, for released the, when you received the last draft, were you shocked to hear Oh, that? my God. <laughs> I called him and I was like, what is this, bro? Like, where did you even come up with all of this? So, yeah, I mean, um, it's been great to watch this guy evolve and grow. I've known him for years. Mm. And I think he's gone from singer to beat maker to producer wow. and i can't wait to see what he does next because i mean yeah there it is. <laughs> what, what, what does this song kind of kind of mean to you and we're going to get into that later but the fact that you know with with rimaz we still don't have a kind of a do you have anything original like for you yeah. on 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 that you're still on on that you're you're, you're doing you're, you're mashallah rocking stages you're representing saudi arabia Definitely. you're doing a lot of things <laughs> um where, where does this rank in, in the things that you, you've done? This song, specifically, I think was more of a passion project mm, for me okay. rather than a, a career gotcha. milestone, gotcha. right? Um, you know, the priority might have been different for Hemza, but mm. for me, I was just excited to do something with a friend, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that was you, the aspect you of it. experimented with exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This also, I should say, happened over COVID. I was in Saudi Correct. and he was here. Correct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we had no physical contact, me and him, while all of this was happening. It was just kind of like botched up little jigsaw voice notes that we sent each other back and forth, and then this happened. And that's what I mean when I say this is why I do what I do. Mm. So this was this was more so a passion project and definitely something that I want to do Man. Um, going forward. But to answer your question about original works and, mm. you know, I don't have anything that is mine at this point. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Definitely not. And I but, think that there's but, a but the world is but, but the world is about to, like, <laughs> you know, bam, with Rimaz Alkbin releases things. So. But when I I'm it. ready, yeah, yeah, when I'm ready. I think there's a few reasons. I think... Um, I'm still definitely on a path to um, learn more. Mm. I think I still have so much to do um, and so much to acquire in mm. terms of just knowledge about music in specific, but singing in, in general. Um, no, I've got to say, you're, so, we're definitely going to talk about that, but you're yeah. very humble because, mashallah, when you take the stage and perform, you definitely take the, the, the audience on a, on, a, on a trip and a journey. And mashallah, Thank Aleki, so you're, you have such a humble personality yourself. And I think this is kind of, you know, there are like a lot of check marks right there. You can see it. Um, <laughs> very talented at what she, she does. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Saudi soprano, um, opera singer. Did I say that right? Yes. Perfect. Yes. Now, now I learned something. Okay, this was great. Um, with us right here on Pulse95 Radio, Catch a Vibe. We're going to be right back. I'm leaving you with this record by Oma Lay. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this record, but he's an amazing Nigerian uh, amazing. singer. Uh, the song is called Soso. We're going to hear this and be right back with Rimas Okbi, who is definitely one of my favorite people. You guys definitely go check her out. 
And uh, it's an honor to have her right here in the studio. Keep a luck. We're going to be right back. It's Pulse 95. Catch a vibe with Big Hess. Only on Pulse. Pulse 95. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here at Catch a Vibe, Pulse95 Radio. It's a show that uh, airs every Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 10 p.m. It's it's a new show. It's actually our 11th episode. And with me is none other than the amazing Rimaz Uqbi. Got to make some noise for the sister right here. Yeah. Um, Rimaz, I'm going to go south again. Uh, Sure. So so prepare for that. All right. Um, So I happen to believe... Mm-hmm. That we as Arabs have, uh, you know, have our own culture, our own, of course, beautiful culture, the rich culture, yeah. that we don't need any validation from the West. And I know that you believe absolutely the, the same thing. Absolutely. So when we hear this record, and I heard you one time talking about explaining. A little bit about, you know, when people talk about opera, they mention all these Western yeah, names. Exactly. You dropped her name. Exactly. You said, okay, yeah. uh, let me get it closer to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. We had Esmahan, and consider it a little bit of you want to, you know, obviously. Um, explain to me more yeah. uh, about that. So what you said in the beginning about not needing Western validation mm, is yeah. exactly the kind of thing I'm working to deconstruct right now, either within my immediate community or within just myself. You know, I grew up in the West. I spent 15 years of my formative years in the West. So I still definitely have a lot of that internally. But when I bring up people like Asmahan, I mean it. I Mm. mean, we can't just look at, okay, who are the big opera superstars, Andre Bocelli, uh, Pavarotti, whoever, da-da-da-da. And not mention her. And not mention her and so many other people. She has a song called Yatuyur, if you know it. Oh, God. Um, It is one of the most just incredibly complex pieces of music I have ever come across. I tried to sing it a few years ago on a stage during a concert. Really? And I really was only able to do the first two parts because of how just complex it is. Like, it needs a year of study just for this one song. And she does opera. What is opera if not a specific register of voice and a specific style of singing? Mm. And that, and she she does that. Yeah. So we can't take away Correct. from people like Esmahan. It's a great record. Exactly. Exactly. Oof. Yeah. Mm. And the range on this woman is incredible. The range is crazy. I'd love to hear, so. you know, y- y- <laughs> young people like you talk about our 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 music in that way. And I oh think God, yeah. I think my next question would be this: Don't you think it, what what you do is also making young people kind of appreciate this art more? Because you know, it right? It's a it's a responsibility somehow. To That's you. the hope, definitely. And I mean, um. I, I, I can't call myself a, a patron of Arabic music. I mm. can't. I don't have the experience. My experience isn't predominantly. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. My experience is predominantly Western. But I cannot devoid the, the experience I had in Western music but with my Arab identity. At the end of the day, mm. I am an Arab woman mm. who listens to Arabic music, who appreciates Arabic music, who mm. studies Arabic music. Mm. And... I can't bring myself to separate the two. So what I will say is that... I love that, that you said that. Exactly. What I will say is that I think it is my my responsibility and people like me, it's our duty to bring back that spark and the appreciation for the classism that we mm. have and the classes talent. The richness. The richness. And really? not just always look somewhere else and forget the 
the the beautiful deep culture and history that we have. You believe in art. that? Absolutely. That's crazy. What, what did, did that also kind of grow up with you, or was there a spark like with your family? Uh, yeah. With with you, how did how did you get that vibe like that? Because a lot of people don't have it, by the way. Yeah, I'll bring it back to the same concept, and I will die on this hill, house. Community. I showed up to the UAE. I met a bunch of. Um, Arabic-style okay. musicians, okay. Um, oud players, nai players, qanun, singers, mm. percussionists, and you know some of these people are still some of my best friends to this day. And I remember sitting there at one point and watching them perform and being at awe at what I was feeling and seeing. And what I think we have that is so special that Western music doesn't have in a traditional sense, I will say, this concept of tarab mm. or ecstasy, yes. I guess, if I can use that I word. I love that. <laughs> um, kind of like euphoria when it comes to, to You're music. You're dropping like, jewels right here on <laughs> I swear to God. Yes, yes. Like we get to a point in the song when it reaches a peak or a climax or whatever, and we have this feeling of tarab, of euphoria. That's too special to ignore, guys. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where I am. Wow. So, I, lo- so I, love, I love that you said that. I'll bring it back again to community. I mean, that's that's kind of why I, I believe what I believe. It's just because of the people around me, definitely. Wow. So. You said you listen to Arabic music. If you want to get into your MP3 player or streaming platform player, yeah. whatever it is, who are the kind of artists that Riman Zorkbe listens to? Like, I'd love How to know. embarrassing. I would, like a Kanye trust, <laughs> I would never trust anybody with my Spotify playlist. <laughs> no, g- give me like two, um, three names. I'd like to know that your vibe. So, all of the genres ever. I know so much Um Kathum just because I grew up hearing it. Oh. I have a lot of it memorized. What's I mean, your favorite record? Um Kathum, oh my God. Yeah, right a, now. Like, there's a lot. I know. Barid Annak definitely oh. is one of my favorite songs just ever. I think it will die like that. Um, I listen to a lot of Warda, Asmahan, what? Abdel Hanim. Warda. Yeah, I, I, all of this is because of my mom. And mama, Bless if you're her. watching, bless, bless you. Yeah, that's your camera. <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> um, and then on the Western side, I listen to so much hip hop. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I listen to country. I love country. Wow. I listen to a lot of hip hop. Um, just kind of, again, but where from where I grew up did the influence and yes. had that kind that's of. That's yeah. okay. So you, met, you, you dropped some legends right there. <laughs> Well, what about from the newbies, like, you know, Arabic-wise? A- any Anyone that you like? Absolutely. Hassan is just me. Oh, wow. I love Hassan is just me so much. I love Rashid. He's so Rashid. Rashid Majid. Is he your Majid. favorite? Saudi? Because I know we're going to get controversial right now. I know. <laughs> I'm going to get really controversial. I mean, I guess from the Rashid more is, ma- mainstream oh. artist right now, Rashid Majid will always have my heart. Allah. Um, I love his music. I yeah. love I, I was just you, listening to stuff on the radio. You haven't met here, Rashid Majid? No, but please, I hope so someday. Yeah, Rashid. <laughs> Imagine, you know, if you're listening somehow. If you're listening, <laughs> would love to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. In your opinion, what, because I, he's also one of my favorites. I know for me, uh, like, yeah, I'm going to bring it back to, like, Talal Maddah, I think I love, I love Talal Maddah. Yeah. But Rashid Majid yes. has a special yeah, yeah, place yeah. In, yeah. in my heart. And I think a lot of Saudis. Yeah, and uh, you and I are both from the Hijaz region. Yes, so yes, we yeah. have a lot of uh, yeah. respect for Hijazi artists. Yeah. Joe Abadi and Talal oh. Maddah and mm. all those people. Mm, mm, so mm, definitely, definitely, mm. I'm right there with you. Man, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break. But then after that, I want to talk to Rimaz about the historic things that she was able to do, whether at Expo, whether at the Ferdos Orchestra, whether at, like, I don't know, Rocking. What was that, Mexico? How many people were there, Fab? 10,000. 10,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with that Music Commission of Saudi Arabia, there's a lot of things that she's doing. And uh, I personally want to be her microphone. Like, seriously, I got to be like, we got we to gotta amplify um, this woman's voice. We got to amplify everything that she does. 
because if, I think what she's doing is incredible, and she has the mindset to take us as Arabs and the Arab music to really another step. I'm not blowing it up. This is seriously how I personally see it. We're going to be right back, keeping it locked right here on Pulse 95 Radio. Catch a vibe with Big Hass, only on Pulse, Pulse 95. Catch a vibe with me, Big Hash, right here. We are back. Uh, we have a special guest in the studio. Her name is Rimaz Aqbi. She's a Saudi um, you know, soprano, uh, opera singer, and instrumentalist. Uh, but I think, in my opinion, the way she impacted because she's an amazing human being as somebody who has the mindset to really take us you know, further. One of the things, Rimaz, again, I want to say thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me. One of the things that really inspires me about you is the amount of work that you're able to do. And I want to... I want to highlight here a couple of things or maybe three things that you were able to do and please feel free to highlight things that I'm not I don't mention even um, the Firdos Orchestra has been I think monumental for us in the region um, I want you to tell me how did that obviously Firdos Orchestra is the it's an all women lineup and the main composer and the main guy is legendary producer composer legend yes. A.R. Rahman yeah, uh, legend so I want you to tell me how did Rimaz and Ferdows connect? Yeah. Um, coincidence, again. Nice. Your middle name is <laughs> coincidence, uh, then. I have a lot of coincidences. <laughs> but no, I mean, I had a friend that reached out and, you know, just kind of said to me a little bit before COVID happened. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, you know, we're building this orchestra. Yeah. It would be great if you auditioned, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really think about it just because, you know, unfortunately still in this region, just at large, we do have a lot of, um, projects that rear their Initiate head and, and nothing then they happened. disappear. Correct. Yeah, I kind of thought that this was going to be the same thing. Really, um, sent in my audition tape, sent in a little, you know, blurb about myself or whatever, and then um, a few months later, it was like, okay, please join the Zoom meeting for your second round of auditions. Amazing. And I <laughs> turned on the Zoom meeting. And I saw in front of me Mesa Kara, who is Mesa Kara, yeah, of course. Shout out to her. Know, shout out, yeah, Mesa big Cara, shout obviously. out, obviously. Yeah. And then one of my inspirations in life, this man called Leif Siddiqui, who is a Jordanian Iraqi violin Sharqi um, player. Leif Siddiqui. Leif Siddiqui. Shout out to him. And I've known this guy and worshipped the way he plays his wow. violin for a long time. But you never met. No, of course not. <laughs> wow. Turned on the Zoom meeting and I was like, I saw these two people in front of me and I was like, oh, okay, this is serious. <laughs> okay. This is big fish. Okay. Okay, okay. So did this audition <laughs> and then uh, a few months later, I found myself surrounded by 60 other women from all across the world and we were there to create an orchestra. Yeah, yeah. And I gave that place, um, you know, my whole dedication and my yeah. whole heart for two years. And yeah. Recently, just uh, left them for mm. the next step, but Firdos was monumental, not just for me, but for the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, Dubai Expo 2020 also was uh, was in- incredible. Uh, you know, you were able oh to God, play yeah. there. Yeah. Give me give me the feelings when you were playing orchestra, like orchestras playing, all women, lineup orchestra, yeah. playing, you know, or Dubai Expo, which is yeah. a big deal, mm-hmm. happening in our region as Expo. Definitely. What are the feelings that went through your, you know, yeah. you at this point? Pride as a woman. I mean, um, obviously, women are in orchestras in general, Facts. but to have an all women's orchestra in the region, yeah, and to have a lot of Arab women in yeah. that orchestra yeah. in the region, it was just like, okay, this is a part of something bigger than any of us. Facts. A part of this big picture that we fit into, um, 
and we're creating something new and inspiring a lot of other women and, uh, and I've had so many girls come up to me or some of my other female colleagues that's the point about oh my god you play an instrument can you tell me how to start uh, do you know anybody who teaches violin or whatever so that's the reason that's the the cool part mm. about it and that's the feeling of pride mm. I just felt so proud the I entire lo- nine months of expo <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah um, you, th- you said the next step obviously okay mm-hmm. um, to speak about that I've, I've seen a video you singing in front of 40,000 people was in Mexico was a 10 a little ten, less ten, than 40 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 40 but yeah I saw that video yeah and t- tell me exactly what did Saudi do was there a guest of honor tell mm-hmm. me w- um, in what way we were involved because mashallah yeah. Mexico Saudi Arabia that was was beautiful to see yeah. um yeah definitely okay so we've done this same concert with saudi before we did it in paris last okay. year october um and it's basically the way that it's working is um under the music commission and the saudi national orchestra nice which is um, um a new entity that's popping up in saudi which is so cool Allah, so Allah, amazing Allah. beautiful to see um the saudi national orchestra and choir will travel to um, the other country, uh, host country, conjoin with their orchestra that's already there. Oh, wow. Um, and then put on a combined concert. Um, Th- that takes a lot of practice or, or no? Or like absolutely. A- it's a lot of preparation. It's so many people. Yeah. I mean, when we went to Mexico, um, it was the Saudi National Orchestra and Choir. Yeah. The Mexican Orchestra. Bless them. We had folkloric dancers from Saudi, from yeah. all regions of the, of the country. So... It was about 250 people that left Saudi and went to Mexico just for this concert. I was so fortunate, so blessed and so privileged to be a soloist for this concert. Um, and you I rocked the show. Let me just tell you. <laughs> you. you. You know when you know. Thank you, you. Okay, so let me tell you what exactly what happened. Mm. So I'm like just chilling, you know, on, uh, you know, just you know, really chilling watching TV at this point. And then all of a sudden I get a message from a friend of mine. And she's like, yo, you need to know this. Women, I'm like, what happened? I clicked on it, it's you. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what you're <laughs> And I'm like, we, when you're friends, and wow. by the way, I've posted about you for, before on my Instagram, for example. I've yeah. spoken about you. But when your friend starts sending you things like that, oh my gosh. you know that, okay. <laughs> so you your know. friend has to thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was like, okay, you know. Um, but this is beautiful. Um, do you remember, obviously, uh, uh, your part, the, mm. the one uh, you, you posted this part on mm-hmm. on Instagram? Yes, it was so cool, <laughs> and the Mexican crowd, yeah, yeah engaged yeah, yeah. a lot with it. Absolutely. So um, something that's really cool that's happening in Saudi right now, mm. and just kind of with me and um, just the music community at large, is this idea of um, adding our own Arab touch to something. Yes. So I, um, during my set, I sang Besame Mucho for yes. the Mexican crowd, and mm. they loved it. And it was top 10 Great moments choice. in my life. Um, <laughs> but we tried a little bit to add a little bit of an Arabic flair to it. And I think we succeeded. And then the Saudi orchestra themselves took a very famous Mexican lullaby called Cielito Lindo. Ah. And then put um, Saudi drums on top of it. <laughs> mm. And that kind of moment where two cultures kind of crisscrossed and melded together through music is one of the most beautiful experiences I can ever convey to you. Honestly, I had tears running down my face because it was just, wow. I mean, this is humanity, you know? So, Oof. Wow, I was going to say that. Yeah. How important is um, the work, just put it in context for people that don't know, how incredible the work that's going on in Saudi Arabia right now. Like as a Saudi, um, you know, I'm from Jeddah, um, you know, born in Medina, but of course in Jeddah, and I'm like, 
the work that's been done. Mm-hmm. Put it in a context. How do you feel after yeah. all the things we've been through? And of course, we have the vision, 2030 yeah, vision coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have all these things. I don't even like to use the word opening up. I like mm. to, like, this has been our voice. It's yeah, been our sound. Exactly. It's been our moment. Exactly. And it's nice exactly. that the world is getting, yeah. uh, you know, acknowledged with that. I mean, by the grace of God first, and then by the grace of our leaders. Facts. Um, I don't think that we were opening up. I think we were just now realizing our potential. That's is it. what it is. That's it. I think that there is a huge untapped potential in Saudi um, that we're kind of only now realizing and taking it and doing such beautiful things with it. Thanks. So, I mean, f- for someone like myself, it is incredible. It is such an amazing feeling to be in my own country. Um, possibly really for the first time in my life um, and be able to do my music in the way that I want to do it on my own terms which is crazy you know so, so it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's feel, it feels good, right? It feels, feels like very good. You're yeah, you're yeah. part of history. That's all I can say. Like when you say you're part of history, <laughs> I remember being on this radio station uh, a few years back when they announced, for example, women can drive. Mm-hmm. And that was like a who, and, and we celebrated that yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. and now, obviously, with with music, with art, with movies, like the amount Absolutely. of movies that we're doing, yeah. the the production that's happening, Definitely. our song, our song, our sound is really you know reaching. Yeah. And for you, as Rimas. Uh, 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 you know, a Saudi artist uh, to rock on, on a crowd, a Mexican crowd, you know, 10,000 plus people and to sing like that and to have that b- bridging cultures moment as a Saudi, I think is so important. Because look, so important, uh, the media doesn't really do justice a lot no, to Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and this is something I've been very vocal about. Yeah. They've been always telling our story and it's our time to tell our, our you know, Absolutely. our story by us. Absolutely. I think what's also just important really fast to, to know is that it's not only that we are now telling our story, but mm. we are finally realizing as a group of people that we are the masters of our own story and oh. we tell our story for each other mm. rather than for the outside world. Oof. And I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it in, in, in this context uh, personally with the music stuff where we just did this gigantic concert in Mexico with 10,000 people in attendance. And we did music from Yombor, from Nejran, from Jazan, from Nejd, from Shirgi. You know what wow. I mean? Like we went across all of the regions and, and represented our culture that's been there for generations. And we just kind of let it sit. And now I think we're fluffing it back up and <laughs> and grabbing it for ourselves like, man so i'm telling you like you know, you know an yeah. ambassador this this woman should be an ambassador like well, god bless you we're gonna be right back you guys i'm taking a, a, a small break are you a fan of burner boy i do like burner boy burner boy on the low right here on pulse 95 radio we're gonna be right back with rimaz uh keep it locked right here on 95 ff catch a vibe with big ass only on pulse pulse 95 pulse it's Pulse 95 Radio, Big Hash right here, with a special guest, uh, Rimaz Okbi. It's actually our 11th episode, and you can watch all the other episodes on YouTube, on streaming platforms. Uh, just search for Catch a Vibe with Big Hash, Pulse 95 Radio. You'll be able to find. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of this moment because it shows the diversity that we have, uh, you know, uh, coming out from our region. I'm definitely highlighting, you know, our, our Arab artists, whether they, they sing in English, they sing in Arabic, they are instrumentalists or musicians. I think it's really important. With me right now is Saudi soprano, opera, um, obviously singer Rimaz. Rimaz, thank you so much for joining us again. It really is an honor. Um, before we hear a little bit of you kind of, you know, uh, doing what you do, I'd like to ask you about what has been the main challenge 
in your life so far as Rimaj Aghbi? Yeah. Um, definitely finding my place in the industry as a woman, for sure. Um, as an Arab woman, as an Arab Muslim woman, um, finding my place kind of internationally, but also within our Arab world, um, and kind of overcoming where my identity fits in with the predominantly Arab identity. Um, so yeah, mm. I think I think personally, internally, identity-wise, yeah. that's been kind of my biggest hurdle. But you know, we move. We, we no, I hear you. <laughs> uh, can, can I follow up on that yeah, a little definitely. bit? Um, in in what way people who are listening mm-hmm. can help out? And I'll say, for example, uh, as men, and I'm talking to men mm-hmm. right now. Let's make this a safe space for women. It's our job as men to make this a safe space for women to express themselves. This is how I see it from my end. Yeah. Because uh, I've been in the music industry and I know sometimes how it works. You need to make it a safe space, a welcome space, um, you know, for women to be able to express themselves. For mm, you, when you absolutely. said that, what if we can go deeper into mm. what you said? What would it be if we can pinpoint, um, you know, yeah. th- those things? Because I connect with what you said big time. Yeah. But what can we do as a society yeah. to kind of tackle that? Um, definitely, oh, a I think deep question, but you know, no, no, <laughs> it's great. I think definitely as a society, I think we can come more to the, um, a happy medium or, a, mm. you know, like a, like a median point between East and West between what is perceived to be traditional versus not traditional. Okay. Between Get what it. is uh, perceived to be proper for women or not proper yes. for women. Yes. I think that we can find a midpoint that satisfies both both sides. That satisfies our endeavors to preserve our history and our mm, culture and our traditions. That. But then also, um, on the other a- face of it, to move forward and not to have women and young girls be so hindered. Yes. You know, and I think that finally now mm. um, we've reached a point in mm. GCC society in general um, where young girls can have those dreams. Facts. And don't have to um, stifle themselves or or uh, forget about something that they want to do just because it's not proper or there's no place for it anymore. 100%. So, I mean, I think it's a matter of opportunity. Yeah. I, think, I think if you're asking what can we do to tackle it, Opportunity. Give mm. the opportunity to and everybody. I, I love that you said that. I, th- I think. I think right now, seriously, the 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 power has sh- not shifted, but there is a lot of support towards what you said. Exactly. You know, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I see it. Yeah. I and I think too. what's incredible about, for example, me and you right now, we've seen how it was hurdled. I've seen it. You know, <laughs> and how it's being empowered now in Absolutely, a way, right? Yeah. And yeah. and the fact that you're able to see kind of both eras, I think that makes you. A lethal, you know, uh, you know asset yeah. uh, to, to to our, you know, obviously a music community. Okay, um, I'm gonna put you to test right now. All right. <laughs> Look, me telling this uh, soprano, you gonna put me to what? <laughs> uh, to test. I'd love to hear you. Obviously, you know, do this live. And I think for a lot of people, they still don't get it. Like seriously, they mm-hmm. still don't understand that this is. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of talent and you know like ability to actually do it is so hard so you kind of showcasing that you know live would be it would be great Definitely. i don't want to put you on the spot but no, 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 no. <laughs> absolutely no, it's fine <laughs> what, what do you want to do for us right now um so let me just explain very briefly sure um classical singing mm. and opera singing mm. um, are not mutually exclusive nice um you do not need to have this 
giant operatic voice that's like, uh, you don't need to have that to be able to sing classically. And okay. that's kind of one of the things that yeah, um, that's a big I, misconception. Hope, I hope that going forward in um, <clears throat> the UAE and Saudi and other places, we kind of drop that misconception because you don't you don't need all of the um, the frilly glitz yeah, yeah, and yeah. glamour uh, of it to be a classical singer. So what I can show you now is mm. going to be super simple. It okay. Is, um, the simplicity of classical music is what I hope to convey. And you keep saying you that. <laughs> you, you keep saying the word simple. Simplicity, yeah. But I don't know if, it, if it's simple for anyone. Like, anyway, if I start doing that, <laughs> people will run away from the station. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's simple in, in terms of it is just you, your voice. It does not need to be impressive. It's just pretty <laughs> is what it is. Wow. It is just beautiful to listen mm, to. Mm, mm. Um, and that's kind of the misconception. Because I do both. I do, I do sing the, the crazy high notes and the vibrato and the whatever. I do that. Yeah. But then the other aspect of it is just kind of bringing it back to Ooh, wait. what w- it is. Which is yeah. closer to your heart? I know it's a difficult question. It's difficult because, <laughs> because uh, with the, um, the glitz and glamour that comes with being um, uh, kind of like an opera singer with that giant voice that fills mm. up a room yeah. that I'm striving to be now. Yeah. Um, that comes with a lot of accolades and a lot of, you know, whatever. Correct. But I grew up singing in choirs. I grew up singing in churches. So um, both, both yeah, of yeah, them yeah. you love. Both of them I love. Amazing. So, so both sides. So okay. Okay. Let's, um, yeah. let's hope. Yeah. Jimmy <laughs> yeah. yeah. down the music. I'm taking a, a back seat right here. If you ask Okbe, ladies and gentlemen, Thank Pulse 95 Radio, making us all proud. She's Saudi, by the way. Incredible <laughs> human being. Take it away. And this is uh, Italian. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> God, that Something was live. Like that. Okay, okay, I gotta tell you something. So, <laughs> with <laughs> wow, um, this is why I love music. So, when you were able for like 20 30 seconds, I didn't feel I'm here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you take me somewhere, for me, it's the same thing with stand up comedy, mm. with a movie. Nice, when you're yeah. able to transfer me out of a place where I'm at, I'm in Charger, I'm on Pulse 95 Radio. Yeah. You took me, I don't know where I went. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw I saw some basketball players, I saw some like, hip hop artists, and I, I'm like, what? What is that sound? I swear to God. Thank and you so I, much. No, I think that's what music is. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you do you surprise yourself sometimes, like when you well, uh, well, you haven't shocked yourself? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I've definitely been surprised at myself sometimes with just because here's the thing. I mean, especially when I'm on a stage, which is why I think I've been such a stage performer up until this point. I yeah. haven't recorded anything yeah. of my own. I haven't yeah. branched out there. I love singing on a stage because I um, I don't know what I do on the stage because I, I get on and everything kind of goes away. Mm. And when I get off the stage, I don't remember. I literally, You're so I, into the moment. No, I literally don't remember. I mm. get off the stage. I have no idea how well I did, if I made any mistakes, if I did something wrong. I have no clue. 
I have to watch it later and be like, okay, that's what happened. Because something wow. kind of in, in my head just kind of blacks switches. out. Yeah, it switches. Oof. And it's only, I hear my pianist or I hear the orchestra behind yeah, me. But that's, I, hear I, I hear focus. Like, I hear focus. I mean, there's a lot of yes. basketball players talk about it. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, talked about that. Um, you know, there's a lot of, um, I hear you. Yeah. So, so to answer your question, yes, sometimes I do listen and I'm like, ooh, that's the sour note, gross. <laughs> or sometimes I listen and I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. that sounds good, great. Oh, man. So. Uh, it's, it's, it's been an honor to have you. Seriously, I wish I could have like three hours with this incredible artist. Um, so two two quick questions here. Yes. Um, how does the how does the family see all this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all this accomplishments that you've been doing, all this talent. Definitely. Obviously, they had a big role to play with it with the whole coincidence yes, thing. Yes, but right now, when they look at you, you're really in it. You're in the middle of the storm. You know, yes. she's actually leading the way, you guys, when it comes to this you know category. What are, what are their thoughts? I mean, I'm so blessed and lucky and fortunate, alhamdulillah. Um, it is such a privilege, privilege to have such a supportive family. Alhamdulillah. Um, the God feedback and the support that I've gotten from, you know, extended family, my parents, uh, my mom, especially my siblings. Mm. Um, <clears throat> thankfully, I've now gotten to a point where whenever I do big shows, I always manage to drag a family member with nice, me. Nice, nice. Um, <laughs> I just performed in Al Ula a yeah? few months ago, and mm. I brought my whole family. It was great. So, um, in that sense, like this, they push me to do what I do, and I do, I do it for them. Amazing! So, I, so I love yeah, that. Thank God. W- what's your What's your tomoe? I don't know why this came out. Like ambition. Yes. <laughs> as Rimas. My ambition, as Rimas, is not to be super famous, and is not to be have the most Instagram followers and is not to have a hit single. My ambition is to have little girls that were like me, that are in the Arab world, that can pick up an instrument or start singing and not be afraid mm. of doing that Oof. and have the opportunity to do that. So my my ambition later brain, on, brain emoji <laughs> hopefully, um, I hope to kind of spearhead um, an initiative or something like that. Um, where these opportunities can be accessible. Mm. And the key word here is accessible because we can be privileged um, financially and fiscally as people and have these opportunities be present to us because it is expensive to do music. We're not going to lie about that. Uh, But still, I mean, unfortunately, we we don't have that kind of accessibility yet in the Middle East for um, uh, low-income folks. Mm. And that's kind of where I see myself. I, I would love to apply that for future generations because my life turned out so great because I have this and I want everybody to have it too. That's what it is. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have respect for her before the show and this is one of the things I love to do about Catch It Live and, and why, why, why I do what I do is because you inspire me like that. Like you Thank really you. rejuvenate. You inspire me. No, seriously, it's like I'm inspired. After this conversation, I feel like I can tackle the world. It That's was it. One, one, one of those things. Um, it's been an honor to have you. Such an honor. Um, any, anything that you would like to say at the end? And I think to close it all off, what can we expect from Rimas for the next, obviously, you know, we're in July. What can mm-hmm. we expect from now till the end of the year, for example? Now until the end of the year, mm. um, I am turning Original my music. sides. <laughs> Hopefully. 
I'm turning my sights onto the great city of Riyadh, so that's where I'll be. Okay. Um, for the time being, okay. I've uh, accepted a position with the Saudi National Orchestra, which I'm so stoked about. I'm so excited. Wow, this is amazing. So yeah. that's where I'll be. Big, big round of applause for the Saudi <laughs> Orchestra right here. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I love that, and that will take obviously time and a lot of yeah, uh, dedication. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to make a lot of impact. There is an so. old Bedouin saying <laughs> that says, "Absolutely, a human being with no impact has no life." Absolutely, and I think you're able really to embody that method. Where can people follow you, like on Instagram? Yeah. So definitely follow me on Instagram at Remas Sings. Um, I'm on TikTok, Remas Oakby, one one uh, one word. Nice. Uh, I'm on Snapchat. If people still use that, do people yeah, still use yeah, Snapchat? Yeah. I think so. It's a, it's a, it's a Saudi <laughs> you yes. thing. I feel yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So I'm on I'm on all the main social media platforms. Uh, but yeah, please hit me, follow, send me a DM. I'd love to chat. If we are here at Pulse 95 Radio can make <laughs> any wish of you come true right now, like yeah. we have this ability, it's a click of a button, bam. Oh my gosh. What what would it be? I'm meeting somebody, uh, singing with somebody, having a feature with yeah. somebody, whatever yeah. it is, on the spot right now. It could change, obviously, oh but on the spot. <laughs> it could change, but on the spot right now, Yeah. there's this one specific stage in Al-Ula called Maraya stage. Maraya, I love yeah, Maraya. Maraya, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. If you could click a button right now and transport me there, standing next to Andrea Bocelli and singing The Prayer, specifically that song, that's that's my answer I'm in the moment. <laughs> that's my answer in the moment. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Let's, Let's put go. that in the universe. I hope so. I'm, I'm manifesting I'm, it. I'm manifesting this. Ya Rab. Ya Rab. Andrea Bocelli featuring Rimaz Okpi. At anywhere, whatever. And me Andrew introducing Mich- them. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh man, this is a beautiful dream. Thank it's you. A, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. I I, I can't finish so the show. We're, we're out of time, but you know what can we do? Uh, catch a vibe. Pulse ninety five radio. Um, Rimaz Akli is our eleventh episode. Um, anything you'd like to say at the end? Any shout outs? Anything? My gosh! Shout out my mom, my shout sister, um, all the people that have supported me until I got. Shout out you, dude. Mostly, honestly, fam, like. Fam. Wallah. Yeah, no, shout out to you. Thank you so Khadamkum. much. Khadamkum. Wallah. You Thank got, you so you're, you're much. Amazing. You and, and, and I want to shout out your family. Seriously, where's my camera? I know somewhere here. I don't know where it is. But seriously, <laughs> shout out to your family, Rimaz. Like to the family of Rimaz. Thank you for empowering and pushing and supporting. Because as a Saudi, I've seen my share of dreams being shattered. Yes. I've seen that, yes. unfortunately. But it's part of our growth. It's part of our story. It's part exactly. of to see both. Exactly. Uh, both ends, the the the, uh, the the sad, you know, and, and 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 stuff like that. And if just just a final word, a final remark, if I can put that out there, to whoever's listening, always take it head on and do what you want to do, mm. and don't let things stop you like this, because there is a place for you in this community and in this world, and it's beautiful. So drop in hip hop, we call this drop the mic moment. <laughs> Bam! But I'm not dropping no mics. These no expensive, but yeah. <laughs> Love to you, sis. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Bless um, you. Keep it locked. We're going to see you guys tomorrow with a new episode right here with a new guest. Catch a vibe with me, Big Ha, saying, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Rimaz. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. Can you give me an, an opera? Salam. <laughs> Not really. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Peace and love, you Thank guys. You. Thank you. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.